Welcome to the Launch With Flow podcast, a weekly show for purpose-driven women who are ready to embrace a feminine approach for launching. We'll be chatting all things cycle awareness and using your intuitive superpowers combined with the more practical aspects of launching like systems, workflows, planning, and tech. I'm your host, Laura, from Laura in Order, systems queen, cycle awareness coach, and lover of launches. My mission is to show you that launching can be fun and easy, that you can do it in a way that is right for you and feel inspired, organized, calm, and in control. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Launch with Flow podcast. Today I want to talk about self-care. Now this ties in really nicely with last week's episode, episode 12, where we were talking about burnout and how that persistent ongoing stress can have an impact on your hormones, your cycle, and ultimately lead to you feeling really burnt out and exhausted. So self-care. I know it's a term that gets bandied around a lot and I tried to think of another way of using it but self-care really was the word that I kept coming back to. So how do I define self-care? It's the way in which you prioritize your physical, mental, emotional and energetic well-being. Now self-care isn't just about going and getting a massage once a month although massages are wonderful. Please don't come at me if you are a massage therapist. I love going for massages, but but when we think about self-care and what we see online when self-care is talked about, it is often going and doing, you know, going and getting a facial, going and having a massage. And in today's episode, I want to talk through some things that you can do on a regular basis to take care of yourself, to fill up your cup. Because yes, going and getting a massage is wonderful, but if you can build small habits into your day-to-day life, that help restore your energy and fill up your cup, you're going to be in a much better space in the longer term. Now, I am really passionate about self-care because obviously my previous history of adrenal fatigue and burnout, which we did talk about in last week's episode, but I also see it in so many women, particularly those who have children or they have other commitments outside their business or maybe their business is still part-time and they've got a job as well. We seem to be in this go, go, go state all of the time. Always one more thing to do, always something else to tick off the to-do list. And so in today's episode, I want to talk through some of the ways that you can maybe just give yourself five, ten minutes a day, simple little habits that you can use to help fill up your cup. The first suggestion I have for self-care is meal prep. Now, I live by myself and I'm not particularly keen on cooking. I'm a pretty good cook, but to be honest, when you're cooking just for yourself, it kind of loses a bit of that excitement or fun to it. So I'm a big fan of meal prepping or batch cooking. When I make something, I make sure I make three or four servings of it so I can pop it in the fridge or pop it in the freezer and have it later. Now, when it comes to things like launching, I always suggest to my clients, if you can, Do some batch cooking or some meal prep before you go into your launch so that you've got food on hand. You don't have to worry about cooking dinner that night or you know that you've always got nutritious, healthy snacks and things on hand to support you during the busy phases of your launch. And of course, it goes without saying that hand in hand, the next self-care item is eating nourishing food. 
And I know it's really quick and easy, particularly when we get busy and we get stressed out to reach for the coffee, reach for the sugary treats or the savory treats, whatever is your thing. But eating nourishing food that fuels your body is so, so better for you in the long run. One of the things you might like to explore is perhaps eating more in alignment with your cycle. So we've talked about in other episodes how these phases of our cycle relate to seasons in nature. So when you think about eating in alignment with your cycle, you're eating things that are relevant for that particular season. So follicular, for example, often feel like eating a lot of fresh fruit and salads and real spring and summery foods. As we move into our luteal phase, it's more about warming, starchy veggies, that kind of thing. So that could be something to explore if you feel called to. Next on the list of self-care suggestions is exercise or moving your body. Whatever feels good for you is the best thing that you can do. And if you need a little reminder, one of my favorite things is to schedule into my calendar and make sure that I get the little reminder pop up that says, okay, it's time to go and do Pilates now. Or maybe you might like to schedule it in with a friend so you've got that accountability to go to a class or go for a walk and have a catch up. Whatever feels good for you is the best kind of exercise that you can do. Another favorite of mine is getting out in nature. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll often see in my stories that I am out walking my dogs. Uh, there's a park about five minutes from my house just out of the city and it is beautiful. It is all planted up with different trees and I love going there because it's very calming. It's very grounding. The dogs love it. So it's always good fun for them. And getting out in nature really is so good for just balancing you out, calming you down and grounding you. Next is socializing, or perhaps it's choosing to not socialize and knowing when it is right for you to go out and be around people and when it is better for you to stay home and to just take your attention inwards. Again, we've talked about the different phases of our cycle and our luteal and our menstrual phase, we tend to become more introverted and we want to withdraw. And our follicular and ovulation phases, we tend to be more extroverted and want to be out and about and connecting and engaging with people. So choosing what feels right for you. When is the time to say yes to going out and socializing? And when is the right time for you to say no and honor your energy? And closely related to that is spending time with people who make you feel good. Having that group of friends or those people around you that just fill you up, that you just feel so happy and joyful and excited to be around. Having those people that you can connect with either in real life or online, you know when you spend time with them, you just feel so good. Your soul feels nourished. Now I think it also goes without saying that getting a good night's sleep is probably one of the best things that you can do for your self-care. Maybe it's going to bed earlier. Maybe it's changing the setup in your bedroom to facilitate a better night's sleep. Now, look, I understand that some of you might have children and that's not such an easy thing to make happen. I'm an auntie. My sister has two girls who are four and one. The one-year-old has probably slept maybe five nights in her entire life and actually had a decent night's sleep. So I know that it is not easy when you've got small children or perhaps other interruptions in the night. But do what you can. Maybe it's going to bed a little bit earlier. Maybe it's taking an afternoon nap when you can. 
think we all know around here that I am a lover of a good afternoon nap. But taking the time to let your body rest, relax and restore. Other self-care options, you know, we've talked about, you know, going and getting a massage or going and getting a facial, which are absolutely wonderful. But maybe it's doing an at-home facial ritual once a week or taking a bath. Maybe it's scheduling an afternoon off in your luteal or menstrual phases to spend the day reading a good book or binging your favorite Netflix show. Maybe it's a daily meditation or breathwork practice. Perhaps it's journaling, tapping, or hypnotherapy, or what other practices you like to support your energy and your mindset. Bringing those into your day-to-day life can be absolutely wonderful. And last, but definitely not least, boundaries. Saying no. Allowing yourself to choose what you give your time and your attention to. So if there are things that really drain your energy and they don't feel good to you, If you can, look at ways that you can say no or look at ways that you can reframe it if you're not able to say no. And then choose to spend your time and your energy and focus your own attention on things that you want to be spending your time on. Now, there is a really amazing book that I read a few years ago called The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck by Sarah Knight. Now, this is actually a series of books, but I'm pretty sure that is the first one in the series. And in this book, she talks about having a fuck budget. So each day you have a certain number of fucks that you can give to things. And so you have to get really clear about how are you going to spend your fuck budget. And when you start to think about it in that sense, you really start to think, well, do I want to spend my time, my energy, attention to give my fucks to that? Or would I prefer to save them and spend them on things that really bring me joy, that make me feel good, that fill up my cup? I really love that analogy and I highly recommend the book. It's an amazing book. I think all women should read it. But boundaries are so, so important. What are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? And look at ways that perhaps maybe you need to start saying no to more things in order to create space for yourself in your daily life. Now, something else that I personally have implemented in the last 6 to 12 months is having a regular log-off time each day. Now, I, as I said, live by myself, and particularly in 2020, spent a lot of time alone at home, which I was quite happy with. I'm, I'm an introvert at heart, and I'm really happy with my own company. But what I found was that, particularly when we were in the strict lockdown that we had here in New Zealand, all of the days started to feel the same. And so I would work longer days, I would work on the weekends, because every day just kind of felt like Groundhog Day. And so some really bad work habits started to creep in. So I have implemented a rule that I log off now at five o'clock every day. Unless I have a pre-arranged client call, Um, I do work with clients all over the world, so I am flexible in the timing of those client calls. If I don't have anything in my calendar, I log off at five o'clock and I go and do a yoga or a Pilates class. So maybe you might need to look at how you could put better work boundaries in place. Really clear delineation between what is work time and what is personal time so that you can log off each day Put the business things aside and go and spend time doing the things that you love with your family 
your pets or whoever you have around you. It's been a big game changer for me. So those are some of my suggestions for ways that you can start to nourish yourself, prioritize your physical, mental, emotional, and energetic well-being on a daily basis. Because we know it's not the things that we do once in a while, but it's the things that we do regularly that become a habit that we prioritize that make the biggest difference in our businesses and our lives. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that it has given you some food for thought. I would love it if you would share the podcast to your Instagram stories, tag me and tell me which of these things are you going to start implementing into your daily life. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you on next week's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the With Flow podcast. If you are ready for a different approach to launching, one that embraces your strengths and aligns with your cycle, an approach that doesn't feel overwhelming or require hustle, then check out my program Launch With Flow. There are self-study, group support, and VIP support options available. You can find all the details at launchwithflow.com.